You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20. Well met, fellow adventurers. Sir Crowgitton has gone back to Cleodra's tomb. She met some highwaymen on the way. Obviously, they were defeated because, well, they should know better. But they didn't. So every one of them was defeated except the leader who ran away. Because the leader always runs away with the highwaymen. Because, I mean, that's what minions are for. They're to give you, they're to fight the, the hero so you have enough time to run away. And then presumably go back to hard long axes like, you ran away! And then he burns you with this flaming gauntlet that you see him get in another episode. Okay, now the rest of you. Stop running and start stealing stuff. Okay. And now, right away, time. We're going into the tomb. And... Past the statues that are definitely, definitely going to come to life. Because that's what statues do. Yes, we all know that. That's why you don't build statues of bad people. Because when they come to life, inevitably, they'll be even worse. Yes. (laughs) To the western side, end of the corridor. A stone sarcophagus, devoid of any manner of ornamentation, stands on a raised darkness in the centre of this large chamber. Various engraved symbols, all of them arcane in nature, adorn the walls, their ordered one placement suggesting they form a series of complex patterns. Well, let's have a closer look at it. Standing on the top tier of the dais, you stoke closely inspect the sarcophagus. A single, intricate symbol is engraved in almost the exact centre of the burial box's heavy stone lid. Suddenly, a small crack runs across the surface of the lid. The entire dais trembles. Okay, I think something's going to explode. 
or something will pop out. I'm gonna approach someone. It's probably gonna push out, explode the lid, and a big skeleton guy is gonna come out and start swinging a ridiculously oversized something. So let's just back away a bit. Just a bit. Just a bit. Not a lot. Just a bit. We're not going all the way outside the tomb. Just a bit. Just about 20 feet back. Safe, safe distance. Retreat from the sarcophagus. He will swiftly descend the dais and move away from his base. The tiered pinth continues to tremble and the lid of the sarcophagus begins to rattle. Then, just as quickly as it began, it all ceases. Nerving silence falls over the chamber. Suddenly, without warning, the lid of the sarcophagus spins up and into the air and strikes the ceiling, shattering upon impact. Large trunks of the destroyed slab fall back into the chamber, crashing down onto the dais. Drawing yourself into defensive stance, you fix your gaze on the figure rising out of the open sarcophagus. Would it be Kurado herself or one of her minions first? We'll see. Standing atop the dais, clad in flowing black robes that seem untouched by the passage of time, is a tall, skeletal figure. Realising at once you are now in the presence of Kildra herself, you brazenly remain in place, unwilling to yield ground to the undead sorcerer. You come here, seeking my wings, issues a long, low wavering voice from seemingly every direction. So you've got to put on surround sound now. These are not yours to have, Defiler. There is no plunder to be had in these halls. Her voice, echoing oddly off the walls, fills you with a profound sense of dread. So if you listen to it, try to feel some dread. Try to feel some dread, okay? Yeah? Good, good, good. You're feeling dread now? Okay, now you can continue. It's the next sound, however, that makes your blood run cold. A long howl, followed by a cacophony of grim snarls, subtly fills the chamber. You turn around the unnerving sounds to find two large skeletal hounds stalking into the room. Ever faithful, hisses Kildra, stepping down. One tear on the dais. Feast on this wretch, my pets. With startling speed, the savage hounds bound forward and attack, growling savagely as they tear at you with their long, jagged fangs. Wait a minute. Did she necromance them before or after death? It's very important, because that determines how angry I should be. Anyway. Doggies? You're going to doggy heaven. Which is real in all canons. All canons. Not sure about any other heaven, but doggy heaven, yeah. It's real in every single canon. In combat. The undead hound snaps its jaw at you. I would pet you, but... Um, you got no fur left. Which makes petting difficult. Also, you're trying to kill me. That also makes it difficult. Let's keep snapping its jaws and is slain. 13 XP. 
The second skeletal hound lunges at you, continuing the savage, frenzied attack. Okay, I'm leaning, leaning towards calling you a slightly less than good dog. Slightly less than good dog. <laughs> skeletal hound. Snaps its jaws at you. Savage bite of my the enemy teared into my flesh for five damage. And it is slain. Another 13 XP. Stepping away from the shattered remains of the two hounds. You cast your gaze to the arch entrance through which strides a trio of sword-wielding skeletons. The chain glad, clad on dead. Members of Kildra's elite guards. Long ago murdered so that they can be intoned with the sorceress. Hiss as they advance upon you. Hmm. I mean, if she killed her own guards, I'm kind of leaning towards that she killed the dogs too. Which means I'm very angry at her, and more so I'm angry at whatever crazy, crazy demon thing from the necromantic realms corrupted and perverted her. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'll get to punch that out as well. Maybe once I punch that out, she... Uh, she there might be enough of her left to save. As Kurodra descends another tear on the dice, you hurriedly position yourself to face her vile minions one at a time. The skeletal guard slashes at you. I stab at it. Yeah, it's just gonna leave off the bones. The enemy lays a particularly brutal stroke on you for nine damage. A dislike. 13 XP. As the first of the skeletons crumples into a heap of bone, the second of Kildra's armour-clad guard staggers up to take his place. Skeletal garden, guardian number two of three. Alright. Slashes at you. Somebody stab, stab, stab. Brutal stroke. About eight damage. It is slain. Another 13 XP. The third skeleton steps over the remains of its fallen cohorts, because... Skeletons, they they don't run away. And attacks, hissing wildly as it swipes at you with decayed blade. Begin combat. The skeletal guard slashes you. Brutal stroke for nine damage. I keep a stabbing, it keeps a slashing, and now it is dead. Again. I don't know what word is. No one's clarified what word it is you use when it's neck when it's skeletons. With a final wagged hiss, the last of the undead sorceress's skeletal guardians collapses into a heap of bone. Clerdra, her movements more fluid than you might otherwise expect, steps down off the last tier of the dais and raises her white hand. A faint blue aura appears around the tips of her sprayed, fleshless digits as she thrusts her hand out to you. Oh, she's using force lightning, or something like it, picking a number. Bonus of 56, 20 from more, 20 from spirit, 16 from body. Gotta get 100 or more. Oh, I get shocked. Pick now. 27 failure. Like that. Your flesh ripples and a powerful nasal... Oh, it's, 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 oh, it's, it's nausea. It's not electricity. Nausea's over you. As... As Kuladra's dark magic overwhelms your senses, exacting a deadly toll. 
like that. I, I, no, no, no. <laughs> That's harder to do the sound of the next four. 29 damage. As you struggle to retain your footing, your sorceress lowers her hand and steps back. I can just quickly heal from that. Yeah. Determined to reach Caladra before the undead sorcerer is able to unleash more of her deadly magic, you rush forward and attack her. Before you can reach, however, she thrusts both her bone arms at the floor, and a broad wall of bone bone appears to block your advance. As you draw to a halt, momentarily perplexed by the sudden appearance of the gruesome obstacle, the bone wall swiftly encircles you and begins rapidly closing in. Driven by desperation, you valiantly attempt to fight your way out of the vile snare. It's a wall of bone. Begin combat. Skeletal arms and hands reach out at you from the wall of bone. Okay, that, that, that's some creepy stuff. Brutal stroke for 13, 15 damage. Alright, just gotta smash through it. Smash, smash, smash. Another, they reach out again. Alright, yep, yep. Keep going, keep going, and they are slain. 39 XP. Your final blow wins a wide, jagged tear in the wall of blow. Leaping through the opening, you immediately rush. Rush at the sorceress. Behind you, the remains of the bone barrier collapse into a large heap. Oh, well, you gotta... You gotta keep your command points or whatever. Kajor again raises her white hand, revealing a faint blue aura surrounding the tips of her sprayed fingers. With a shrill hiss, she thrusts her hand towards you. Okay, picking a number, bonus 56, success 100. Something will happen if I fail. Pick now. 156, success. Your flesh whipples, and a powerful nasal of all nausea rises up within you. As Kodra's potent magic works to ravage your being. Despite the intensity of the attack, you manage to stave off the dark magic's more devastating effects. Her movement suddenly slow and erratic, the undead sorcerer lowers her hand and staggers back several steps. Taking advantage of what you perceive to be her weakened state, you rush forward and attack the skeletal sorceress. Determined to prevent Kurdra from unleashing any further magical attacks. The foot of the dais. You overtake the retreating fiend. The undead maid spins to face you. Her undead hands weaved in orbs of gold crackling golden energy. Alright, it's Kurdra. Unsurprisingly, she's undead. But that does imply she has multiple forms. Begin combat. Kildra strikes at you with her energy encased hands. Powerful energy attack for 12 damage. Another powerful energy attack for 13 damage. She's nearly down and she is slain. But I don't think that will be enough. 38 XP. Kildra stumbles back and drops to one knee, hissing wildly. Before you can strike her again, the undead sorceress returns to her feet and lunges at you. Her energy in tried hands, swiping out with deadly precision. Here she is again. She's probably weaker now. She swipes at you with her energy in tried hands. Because she's so angry that she can convert brought anger into war hit points. Okay. 
Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that was one of those pre-call calls. Okay, keep going, keep going. And she is slain. 38 XP. As Kaldra again falls back, seemingly about to collapse, you spring forward, prepared to strike her a final decisive blow. Suddenly, however, the skeletal sorceress twists to her left and spins to face you. As she does, her bone hands come together, and a broad arc of blue lightning erupts from the centre of the fleshless union. With a roar of thunder shaking the chamber, the lightning streaks towards your chest. You could use, if it was high enough, I could use fortification, shadow magic, or telekinesis to block it. But they all have to be at level 70, and we're nowhere near that. So, just gotta dodge out of the way. Please continue. You dive forward in an attempt to dodge the deadly arc of lightning. Right, so they hack my dive really high up, like nearly to the ceiling. And I, can I jump fast enough? Picking a number. Well, apparently I can, because the bonus is 106. 20 from body, 20 from agility, 80 from body, 16 from luck. I've got to get 75 or more, which is guaranteed. So I think this is a check that very, very few people have seen the failure of. Maybe nobody. Because... <laughs> You'd have to have a very low body score to even have a chance to be... Uh, yeah, that's a terrible stats to even have a chance of failing. Hmm. Well, I'm sure there are things for that. Anyway, pick now. Unsurprisingly, I succeeded with 156. Your swift reflexes have likely saved your life. The lightning, a blast of lightning shrieks below you, coming within less of, a, less of a foot of your feet below, before striking the wall, where the resulting blast gorges out a large section of stone. You leap to your feet and defiantly step towards the undead sorcerer. Well, you, well, you land on your feet, I guess. The skeletal mage, her movements markedly slower, more rigid than they were only moments ago, raises her fleshless, energy-encased hands as you rush into melee range as you launch your attack. Suddenly, the glowing visage of a young woman appears over Kildra's left shoulder. Finish it off! Free me! This is the spectral face, its lips barely moving as it issues its desperate directive, before abruptly vanishing. All right! I guess I'll mostly be smashing whatever necromantic demon force she she accidentally unleashed in her desperation to not die. <laughs> you know, of wasting an probably incredibly painful disease. Oh dear. Oh, we, need, <laughs> we need to research more medicine so people don't resort to necromancy. Alright, this looks... This might be the last chance, it's looking like. Well, Kildra undead again. Begin combat. Swipes at you with energy-encased hands. Although I don't think it's Kildra who swipes at you. The beast that has took Kildra swipes at you with her energy-encased hands. And she is slain. Perhaps it sticks this time. 37 XP. 
A deep silence descends upon the burial chamber in the wake of Kildra's demise. I added the air quotes myself. <laughs> you step back from the robeskin. Oh, wait, you didn't see the air quotes. I was doing air quotes around Kildra because it's obviously some demonic entity from deep, deep in the neverness. You step back from the robe skeleton, the long dead sorceress, and cast your gaze about the crypt. Nothing stirs in the musty gloom. And for that, you're profoundly thankful. A stone sarcophagus, devoid of any manner of ornamentation, stands on a ways dais in the centre of this last chamber. The shattered remnants of the empty bailed boxes weighty lived are strewn about the foot of the dais. Various engraved symbols, all of them arcane in nature, adorn the walls, their order and placement suggesting they form a series of complex patterns. The robe, skeletal remains of Kildra, lie heaped in the far corner. Now let's go look at these remains. Because the powerful, powerful bosses always have the best loot, and there's also these wings we're looking for. Maybe they're on her person. A, a search of Kildra's remains turns up a small wooden box, tucked into a breath, cocked into a pocket on the inside of her robe. Your pulse quickens as you slowly remove the box lid, and behold its contents three engraved stone wings. You immediately take possession of the three legendary bands. It's a serpent fang wing. Let's have a look at it. It's a, it's a wing. Cumbrance of one. Unsurprisingly, it's magical. They're all magical. Melee rating of two. Five standard points, two never reserve. This enchanted stone wing is adorned with the carved likeness of a large serpent. Serpent's fangs. This is one of the three legendary wings long possessed by the sorceress Keldra. The serpent's coil wing. Two milliwating, two stamina points, five Neville reserve. This enchanted stone wing is carved to resemble the coiled body of a large serpent. This is one of the three legendary wings long possessed by the sorceress Keldra. They also require 15 aura, mind, and spirit. All of them. Fortunately, I have that. Alright. Let's on to the third one. The Serpent Headwing. Five milo rating, two stamina points, two Neville Reserve. This enchanted stone wing is adorned with the carven, somewhat ghastly, head of a large serpent. This is one of the three legendary wings long possessed by the sorceress Kildra. Alright, I'll, I'll see you later. Obviously, they magically resize to the whites. And magically resized so they fit because they just do suddenly startled by a soft hiss to your white you whip your head in a direction of sound only to be confronted by an eerie unexpected sight you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hovering inches above the floor. It's the shimmering phantasm of a young Keldra. The greenish flight and light emanating from her form splashes across the floor, extending to creep over her domains. It's been done, she says, gazing longingly at Corporal Self. I can no longer protect what I cannot possess. But three can be one. A choice only you can make, an answer only you are fit to provide. One you must provide. I am freed of that that consumed me. I need nothing else. In the presence of Kildra's dis- disembodied spirit, you feel none of the fear her more earthly form inspired. Indeed, you sense a de- resigned relevance in the subdued, soon demeanour of the ghost of source. Place the wings on the floor, and they shall become one, she intones. The three you have you take are not worthy of my legacy. The one will be Kildra. Her gaze fixed on you, hisses softly. A phantasmal image flares brightly for her and she begins to fade. Make your choice. My time grows short, she says, her low voice wavering. Keep the three or create the one. Realising you won't have another chance to decide... You hurriedly contemplate whether to keep the three wings you already possess or do as Keldra said and somehow have them become a single wing. I could keep those three wings, but they're pretty mediocre wings, really. They're probably a bit, only a bit better than what I have and they'll probably go out of rotation eventually. But a better wing? That will stay in rotation. Well... Okay, I've done this before. The wing you get from a combiner three is really good. So, place the wings on the floor. You place the three wings on the floor and step back. The shimmering phantasm of the young sorceress floats forward, 
and hovers among the trio of stone bands, bathing them in, in a lurish green glow emanating from her ghostly form. And so the three shall become one, she says, her voice low and wavering, as if the pronouncement has caused her to expend an undue portion of her rapidly depleting energy. May the one be greater than all. A brilliant flash of green momentarily obscures the three rings, who instinctively turn away from the blinding glow. Behold, for, for there is now one. In the place of three, intones Kodra, it is yours, and yours alone. You look back to find a single stone wing carved into the likeness of a fearsome sturbant. Its massive jaws stretched wide, now rests on the spot, formerly occupied by the three stone bands, and it magically fits too. A soft hiss draws your gaze to Kildra. The sorceress ghost is slowly, swiftly fading from view. And with me, must go this place. She says, her tone subtly mournful. There are secrets hidden in these dark corners of these halls that must never be learned. Take with me the one piece of my legacy not to be set with shame. Seek out and come to know things greater than those which tormented me. I guess that's your disease and that necromantic entity from deeper than Nevelus that, that took advantage of you. Kildra's apparition is now barely visible. Only a few glowing strands of her phantasmal form remain. Hovering above the stone serpent wing, suddenly a violent tremor surges through the floor, nearly shaking you off your feet. It will all come to ruin. Issues Kildra's voice from seemingly all directions as the last traces of her vanish. Leave now, and thank you. A second tremor shakes the chamber. Several large tracks appear along the walls of the womb as chunks of stone drop from the ceiling and shatter on the floor. Without hesitation, you snatch up the wing and rush for the arch, determined not to become buried in the collapsing chamber. Not got enough time to look at the wing. So we'll look at it, we'll look at it once we're safely out. With the floor beneath your feet beginning to buckle, you dash through the arch and out into the passage. Suddenly, the passage quakes as a low rumble builds to a terrifying roar. Chunks of stone, some larger than you, topple down onto the corridor, smashing into the buckling floor. Alright, picky a number. Bonus of 34. 20 from agility, 8 from body, 6 from luck. Gotta get 60 or more, something will hit me, pick now! 51. Failure. Several pieces of falling stone graze you before slamming into the floor, stirring up dense clouds of dust. 16 damage. Bloodied, but thankful to still be alive. You stumble and twist your way through the waning debris, determined to avoid meeting a grisly fate in the lonely dark of collapsing tomb. I've also got a... Got a pretty use this really cool wing I got. As the tremors momentarily subside, you gather your wits before hurrying off along the corridor, eager to reach the entrance. Okay, just straight east. No messing about. Oh, oh yeah. Also, heal from that little, that rock that fell on me. Okay. We're going past the statues. 
Yeah, something's going to happen here. Something's going to happen. Just ahead of you looms the entrance to the tomb. With only a floor beneath you weaving and buckling, you realise it's only a matter of moments before the tomb completely collapses. With that unnerving thought driving you onward, you sprint towards the exit. Suddenly, you're within just a few strides of the door at the end of the passage, when a massive shape lurks out of the opening to your left. You turn to find a towering iron golem stomping into the corridor. His metal joints creaking and groaning as he raises his giant fist and swipes at you, picking a number. Bonus of 26, 20 from agility, 6 from luck. Gotta get 50 or more, or I get punched into the wall at about 50 miles per hour. Pick now. 46, failure. Boom! That's a heavy punch. The goblin swipe doesn't land flush, but the force of the blow is enough to carry you back into the wall, driving the wind from your lungs and dashing your head against the unforgiving stone. Oh, 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 ah. oh, oh that's smart, that's smart, oh, that's smart. Moment at 43 damage, which I will quickly heal. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, when you have healing, a lot of those checks don't mean much. <laughs> Momentarily seeing double, with your entire body aching, you struggle to remain upright as the massive iron construct swiftly bears down on you. I mean, a good good thing I like restored that, restored my magic from those two little slots. The, the, the groan of metal, grating upon metal, fills the passage echoing rapidly through the musty darkness as the iron golem repeatedly swipes at you, its massive fists more than capable of crushing you in a single blow. Well, just have to be sure to, to hop out of the way. Begin combat with the iron golem. Swats at you, just levering off the plates. The iron golem smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 28 damage. Keep swatting. Oh, another devastating blow for 37 damage. Uh, a bit of hand of healing. Ugh, devastating blow for 35. Hand of healing. Hand of healing. Hand of healing. Hand of healing. It squats at you. Okay, now I can just stab at will. Devastating blow. 32 damage. Ugh, wow, this is one tough little golem. And it is slain. 72 XP. With a series of reverberating groans, the iron golem collapses into a heap at the centre of the passage, its fall sending a tremor the length of the corridor. Without a moment's delay, you turn and rush towards the exit as the tomb continues to collapse around you. You reach the door at the end of the passage, thankful to find the daylight from the forest above still streams in around the ajar door. Suddenly, several weighty massive steps Chunks of stone drop from the ceiling. The weighty fragments of the crumbling crypt, crypt smash into the floor on all sides. Picking a number. Bonus, 34. 20 from agility. 8 from body. 6 from luck. Gotta get 60 or more. Or I'll be crushed by crypt. Crushed by a crumbling crypt, crypt collapse. Alright. Pick now. 108. Success. Spring forward. Narrowly avoiding a jagged piece of the falling ceiling that's nearly twice your side. We 
with the with the sound of sh of the shattering slab ringing in your ears, you dash around round the end of the open door and wash up the stairs into the welcome light of day, eagerly inhaling great lungfuls of crisp, clean forest air. Oof, we're out. <laughs> We've taken only a few steps away from the top of the stairs, when several low, low rumbles rises out of the earth, their muffled bellows likely pale in comparison to the war that must have surged through the collapsing tomb. And I guess it got the three other living statues that didn't get into position in time. I guess, I guess she managed to turn off three of them. You know, before she faded completely and went to somewhere. Hopefully somewhere nice. Following on the heels of the rubbling series of jolting quakes. Nearly shakes you off, off, off your feet. And a billowing cloud of thick grey dusk erupts out of the moor of the ancient crypt. Polluting the forest. The foul, lingering stench of decay. The quaking subsides. You warily return to the opening, for which you just emerge, only to find it is now completely filled. Kildra's long-hidden crypt is now forever lost, you know, unless someone hires some miners or something, or some quarry men. Yeah, maybe, or, you know, other, I mean, there are ways to get through, you know, underground stuff. There's like several professions that specialise in it. <laughs> you know, miners. They're the best. They're, they do it the most. Mostly, you know, tunnel diggers. People who make sewers. Lot, lots of people dig big holes underground to get to things that have all sorts of heavy rocks in the way. Yes. It's a bit more difficult when you don't have gunpowder, but we have magic, so it balances out. You spend the next small while in the immediate vicinity of the collapsed tomb, checking over your, equi your equipment and recovering from an excursion that ultimately proved more taxing than you could possibly anticipate it. Despite not being able to put many of the quips ghoulish pearls immediately in mind, you have you find Celis and having explored its ancient passages and emerge with its legendary treasure, Kildra's Serpent Wing. Which now that we're, you know, not in, in danger of being crushed, let's go have a look at it. Scrolling down to the wings, Kildra's Serpent Wing. It has. Okay, this is this is crazy. Fifteen melee racing. Fifteen! That's more than my weapon! Fifteen stamina points! And ten Neville Reserve. It also requires fifteen spirit or in mind, but nearly everyone's gonna have that. Especially when you consider the equipment you can just put on to wise it. And various ways of boosting your base stats. This enchanted stone wing is carved to resemble a fearsome serpent. The massive jaws of the carved serpent are stretched wide, revealing a set of deadly fangs. 
This remarkable band was formed out of the essences of Kildra's lesser serpent wings. And also, it's magically fits. Just because. Anyway. They can't unequip the Darkwood Wing, which is my weakest. It only provides plus three melee. Melee points and doesn't really affect anything else. Hmm. Alright, well, unequipping the Darkwood Wing. Equipping killed with Serpent Wing. Alright, what are my stats now? 123 melee weighting, 146 stamina points, and 47 Neville Reserve. Woohee! As the afternoon wanes, it's, you decide it's time to head back towards Trithic. The wilder places of this world aren't usually safe when separated from the wide Separated from the light of day. Besides, there's a particular curfew you're keen on observing. As you take a last look around and strike out through the forest, vaguely retracing the steps that brought you here, you've only gone a few yards when your eyes are drawn to the trunk of a massive oak, pinned to the arc of the ancient forest giant with a thin metal spike. It's a furled piece of yellowed paper. With curiosity tempered by instinctual wariness, you survey your surroundings before snatching the paper from the tree and unfurling it. Nasty scrawled across the surface in dark ink are two words. Nicely done. You puzzle over the likely source and meaning of the cryptic note all the way back to the sitting. In the days that follow your adventure in Kildra's tomb, you settle on the notion that the same woman you've now twice encountered, who you've never once seen, is most likely the person who left the note tacked to the tree. While it may serve to reconcile the source of the note, it does little to answer the many questions your two timely ones in the unknown person have raised. For now, it seems her identity will remain a mystery. One you vow to somehow, at some point, unravel. Several months later, several months after your excursion into the crypt, you're seated at a table near the fire in the Hog's Horde Alehouse, a ramshackle establishment of somewhat dubious repute in a forgotten corner of Adderstone's northern sector. An obnoxious band of young, four young men, drunkenly boasting amongst themselves, begin loudly discussing their plans to find and wade Kildra's tomb, undoubtedly mostly for the benefit of those patrons within earshot. The brazen talk immediately snares your attention, bringing to mind a scheme of your own. As the group prattles on, taking, talking in detail about a looming meeting with a woman who is to sell them a map to the tome. Well, that one's going to be fake. Fake map, because I got the real one. Well, admittedly, I guess it's not impossible that one copied the other, or they both copied a third map. But there's, but even if it's a real map, there's no bloody point going there anymore. I have the wings! And whatever other secrets in there are buried and should remain as such. As the group prattles on, talking in detail about a looming weeping... Yep, Women that turn the map to the tomb, you rise to your seat and prowl onto them. 
ready to put your plan into action. All the name of a little harmless fun. Boing, boing, boing. The four men look up as you approach their table, carefully study you with eyes that portray a rapidly advancing state of abbreviation. Before any of them speak, you produce the map that leads you to the forest tomb, place it on the table, and unfurl it, telling them to save their coal for more ale. To a man, they appear dumbfounded. Without waiting for them to respond, you head through the door and step out into the empty street. A light wind, bearing the magnificent aroma of freshly brewed palo, drifts along the lane, beckoning you to follow it to its source. Guided by a scent both unmistakable and enchanting, you, t- you turn into the breeze and head along the lane. Never once taking notice of your lone, steadfast pursuer. Ooh, who's that? Uh, well... I have a lot of pursuers. I mean, if I kicked up a fuss about every pursuer I had, I'd never get anything done. And this ends the adventure. I've got 4,096 experience to general, which is nice. And 512 experience to all skills and powers. Even the ones I don't have yet. Even the ones I'm never going to get. I get it to all of them. I don't know if it will be applied to the ones that aren't yet in game. That that will be a mystery. I'm, I, can, I can understand arguments either way. I think if, it's, if it is applied, it means that people who've built up reserves can just use the, use the skill or power directly. But it isn't applied, it gives people something to grind up. When, you know, you've reached level 100 and everything else. Hmm. Arguments for either way. When, well, okay, I'm pretty sure it's a when new skills or powers come out. There hasn't been any for a long, 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 long time. I think the last one was weaponry lances or something. But that was, what, ten years ago maybe? Anyhow, this is the end of that. Alright, have a little nap. Restore all my huge amount of devil reserve. Now, what will be the next thing to do? Hmm. 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 Lots of options going around. Hmm. No. Oh, well, since we're in Twithic, we might as well see what the big deal about the Beast of Iron Fang is. Which is another adventure that you can start here. It's a pretty chunky one. But anyway, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.